Hi, this is Kim Hall with SideHustleHQ.com, and you're listening to Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. And Serena. Hello and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google puts you in a sleeper hold. (laughs) I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Salmon from becomeablogger.com where we're changing the world one blog at a time and as usual, another exciting episode for you today. Today's episode is more of a conversation between two friends we're going to be dealing with a very interesting topic the question is is your blog ruining your life my co-host for today is serena apia from thriftdiving.com she's a she's from the become a blogger community and we've become really good friends over the last few months she's a married mother of three young sons with with a passion to create inspire and teach She's a project manager by day and a blogger by night when she spends her time into the wee-wee hours working on posts and projects. We've both been at points where we felt like our blogs are consuming our lives. So we're going to talk about that today. Serena, how you doing today? Hi, Leslie. I'm good. How's everything going? Everything is going well. We finally got the intro down. Yes. Yes, we finally did. We had to take a few takes, but that's all good. Uh, hey, I'm, we, new at this. I'm new at this podcasting stuff. Give me, give me a break. It's all good. It's all good. We're going to have some <laughs> fun. We're going to have some fun talking about, is your blog ruining your life? I just got to give a really quick plug right at the beginning of this episode. You heard a, 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 a beautiful introduction by Kim Hall from SideHustleHQ.com. Thank you, Kim, for sending that in. If anyone's listening to this and they want to be featured in one of my podcast episodes, of course, I'd link back to you and, you know, do a little promo in the beginning. Just send an email to help at becomeablogger.com with that MP3 file attached, and it will be in the show. I like getting people in the community involved with Mm -hmm. what we're doing here on the podcast. Don't you think that's a good idea? Oh, it is. It is. It's all about connections. Definitely. All about connections. So let me give a quick outline of what we're going to be talking about today. First, I'm going to give one quick update about Become a Blogger. We don't have any questions. We don't have any questions, but if you have a question and you want that question to be dealt with on this show, uh, just in case you don't know what to do, you can call the hotline and that number is... 888-835-2414. Yes, indeed. And then we're going to get into the topic of is your blog ruining ruining your life? So for the quick update, I want to let all of you know that the the, the ten free videos that we all I, I've always been talking about that you you go to freebloggingvideos.com and you sign up and you get access to it. I've redone those videos. They are much better. Not all of them have been redone, but I've added some new ones and removed some just to make it more relevant and more effective. The first video is about starting with why, and I think it's a, it's a powerful concept that a lot of people don't really 
think about when they get into blogging. I want you to check it out, freebloggingvideos.com. Now it's free and you don't even have to sign up. You don't have to opt in. So if you haven't checked them out, you haven't started your blog, head on over to freebloggingvideos.com. And then, of course, right there, you can choose to sign up for Blogging Business Simplified, where I kind of go into more advanced topics in terms of building your online business with a blog that that can where you can create content inspire others and change the world so make sure to check that out freebloggingvideos.com anyhow serena yes we're talking about a, a very interesting topic today and this is because we actually a few weeks ago was it a few weeks ago i think so mm-hmm. we, we were having a conversation about you know just trying to balance everything that's going on in life Right. And how crazy things can get. And actually, just yesterday, um, Greg, Greg um, from MobileMix.com, Greg Hickman, tweeted at me, and, he, and this was what he said. Can you do a post on how to manage your full-time job and your blog in the early stages so that your <laughs> wife doesn't hate you? <laughs> That's the million-dollar question, Greg. That is the million-dollar <laughs> question. I don't like it when my wife hates me. Up to now, she hasn't hated me yet, so hopefully we can keep that going. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So, you know, actually, let's talk a little bit about back, a, a little background. How did we get to know each other? How did we become friends? When did that happen? Well, I can tell you that when I first started to blog, well, let's say, let's go back about six to eight months ago. I first found you when I was looking up some blogging, how to whatever. And I found your blog and I was like, wow, this, this guy's cool. He's got some cool videos. And so I think first I looked you up on Facebook and then it was right around that time when you were, you were changing from Facebook. I think you had just started your Google plus community and you were like asking people if it was going to be better to, Uh, yeah, you remember that? I remember that. Yes. And I remember I was like, okay, well, let me go check out this Google Plus, you know. So that was really what sort of brought me to Google Plus because I had not used it before then. I brought you to Google Plus. Yes, you did. Oh. I never told you that. No, yes, you didn't you tell did. me that. Yes, you did. Oh, You're my Google Plus maker. That's kind of cool. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, yeah. continue with the yeah. story. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, so anyway, I don't know. We we just at that time, I think we didn't have quite as many people as part of the community, and I, I just had tons of questions. So I just started posting question after question and you know you were you were responding um bob harper uh-huh. uh, he was responding and i was just getting tons of feedback and you know all my questions were being answered so that's that's how we started becoming friends awesome and then we met up in person yes we I, did i drove all the way to chicago just to see you <laughs> this is crazy i don't how did you do that I don't know. I don't know. It was a lot of persuasion. Oh man! But honestly, honestly, you know, I really thought that you, you know, you said, "Well, let me see. I don't know. Let me see if I can pull a group of people together." And you know, the way you were talking, I was like, "No, nah, it's not going to happen." So I sort of <laughs> kind of put it out of my mind. I'm like, you know, he's not going to come. And then I get this this message from you saying, "So, so what's your schedule like on Saturday?" And I'm like, "What? what? Is this this might happen." Awesome. And then, of course, I tried to act like, oh, yeah, of course, I knew you were going to come. Yeah. Yeah. But I, no, I was like, oh, no, so now I'm getting the behind the scenes information. <laughs> I see. But we had a we had a great dinner. Um, oh, you, you, me and um, um, Tony. Yes. Uh, one of the organizers of uh, the Savvy Blogging Conference that I went to earlier. Uh, yeah, happyhousewife.com, right? Yes, indeed. Yes. And we just had a great time just talking about business and blogging. Mm-hmm. And well, mm-hmm. n- not only that, just hanging out and just chilling. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and that's always good to do um, from time to time, just connecting with people oh, yeah. face-to-face. I can say that I actually saw the real Serena. I mean, that, that's amazing. Well, you didn't, you didn't see the real Serena online? You well, couldn't I don't know. My, I, I, my lines? I, I couldn't tell, you know, fully. But now we, now, we, now we know this is the real Serena. But anyhow, it was great to connect. And now we're connecting on this podcast and we're going to yes. be talking about this thing. Now, you've been blogging for how long? Well, technically, I've been blogging since 2005. But, 2005? You know, yeah, 2005. But wow. I didn't realize that people were actually doing this as careers. It was, to me, it was just a, mom, a mommy blog that gotcha. you know, was password protected. It was my journal. I was writing about my pregnancy with my first son. And it was just a way to document my, my, my life, my thoughts about parenting. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was 2010, uh, mid-2010, when we actually bought a house. And it needed a lot of work. It still needs a lot of work. I'm, I'm working on it. But, you know, I started researching how to do things in the house. And I stumbled upon uh, some home improvement DIY blogs. And I'm like, wow, people are blogging about their house. Maybe I should <laughs> blog about my house. Uh-huh. So it was uh, early 2012 when uh, I decided I was going to start a home blog. And, you know, again, it was, you know, I had a few readers. It was just, you know, like some friends and things like that that would comment. And again, it was more at the time, it was just more of a journal. And it was probably about, I'm going to, I'm not going to lie. It was probably earlier this year that I really got serious about blogging, um, where I decided that I really wanted this to become my career. And, uh, you know, I was, I was treating it as a hobby, Uh but once I, once I decided that I wanted this to be my career, I mean, I went full steam ahead and it's not been easy because I have a day job. I've got three kids. I've got a husband. And, you know, trying to grow a successful blog is it's tough when you've got all those those components that you've got to manage, you know. Definitely. And I've, I've been blogging since 2008. Um, and, you know, along my journey, it's just been interesting because there have been times when I felt so overwhelmed with what I'm doing um, that, it, you know, it's just hard to find that balance and to know what to do, what not to do, how much of what to do and how much of what not to do. Right. Um, you know, it, it's just it, it can be a challenge. Was there any were there any particular times where you felt that your blog was consuming your life? Maybe I still feel like it's consuming my life. <laughs> And, 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 you know, I, I, we were talking about the, the Haven conference that I went to this weekend and now I have a little bit more focus, a little bit more direction. Um, but I can see it really getting even quote unquote worse (laughs) because I I just know that I've got to put out amazing content and that means I've got to work my tail off to, to do that. Um, and you know, it's funny because tonight I, I had said to my husband, I just kind of pulled him aside and said, look. I really want this to become my career and I need you to support me. And he's like, well, I'm, I'm not supporting you. I'm like, you, you are, you know, you're helping with the kids, letting me go to these conferences and not really complaining, but I need you to, to really kind of be my cheerleader mm. because if, if you're not on my side, it, it, we're going to be head to head on this. Yeah. And in the end, it's going to benefit you too, but it's a lot of work that has to go into it. Yeah. And I just need for you to understand there's going to be times when, I'm going to have to be away or I'm going to have to work late and, you know, but still even, even doing that, uh, work, working hard, you know, you still have to maintain that balance because you have a marriage, you have Uh kids, you've got health that you have to take care of. And, 
you know, you're, you can work hard, but you just have to work smart. Uh-huh. You got to work smart. And that's what I'm trying to figure out is how to work smarter. And, you know, of course, still working hard, but to really become more efficient with how I use my time. And, you know, there's something that you mentioned there that's very significant about, you know, your, the conversation that you have with, had with your husband and talking mm-hmm. about the support that you need um, in order to accomplish what it is you're trying to accomplish. Because it's not just for you. It's for your family. Right. It's, you know, this is some this is serious stuff. Blogging isn't what it used to be when, mm-hmm. you know, things were just a hobby. You're just you know, kind of like a diary type of a thing. It's not that anymore. I mean, it can still be that. But if you're trying to build something that's significant, something that can impact people, it takes a lot of work. And having mm-hmm. a spouse, I know for me personally, having a spouse that um, has been very supportive. Actually, right now I'm wearing a T-shirt that my wife bought me that has the logo of my website. Um, oh, wow. and, and that to me was just one, another indication that she supports what I'm doing. And, and, right. and, and to have that is extremely significant. Right. Uh, so you you have three kids. You, I do. You work a full time job. You work. Yep. Is it nine to five? What is it? It is. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a nine to five. Nine to five. Hours a week. And what? You know, Got to include the time to get there and drive home. So okay, it's more so than forty in, hours. Include that. Include that. And, and yes. when do you leave in the morning? And when do you come back? Um, I usually leave about seven thirty. I'll work until if I don't take a lunch break. I'll work until. Uh, well, I get there about eight, eight thirty, depending on traffic, and I'll leave anywhere between four or four thirty. Okay, and you're home at what time? Well, if I stop at the grocery store, I'm usually home about five thirty. Six o'clock is a good time that I would say I walk through the door. All right, so you're you're gone all day. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm also working a full time job. Uh, you have uh, three kids and yes. a husband. I have one little Noah and mm-hmm. and a wife. Mm-hmm. And there's so many other things that need to get done between and, and for you, I guess that would be starting at six and ending at what, who knows when. And for me, <laughs> just at random times, sometimes during the day. And I, I try to schedule it actually so that I'm doing a lot of work mm-hmm. way early in the morning. Let's talk. Well, let's get into, you know, how do we have balance? Mm-hmm. How do we keep things in perspective? Well, th- actually, that's part of it, keeping things in perspective. You actually wrote a post on your other blog. You have another blog. What's that other blog about? I do. Well, the other blog is GetYourLifeStraight.com. GetYourLifeStraight.com. Yes. yes. And and I'll give you a, just a little back history on that. It's It's really sort of, you know, it's not a blog that I spend a lot of time on, but it started early January of this year, 2013, just because... I really love that time of the year, you know, when you set these goals for yourself. And I just decided I wanted to kind of blog about the things that I want to hopefully improve in my life. Uh, you know, what I am finding is that I'm mostly writing about money and health. And of course, some things in there about blogging. But yeah, I wrote this post back uh, a couple months ago, actually in February, when passion ruined your life. And it's, it's funny how, it, how it, it came to me because this one particular night I was, uh, I was, you know, paying the bills when, you know, I'm usually sitting at the computer blogging, but that night I was paying the bills and my husband comes downstairs and he was sort of irritated with me. And he said, just please come to bed. I just, I just want you in my bed. <laughs> and instead of, you know, a good wife, well, I'm not going to say a good wife, but you know, a lot of people would probably say, oh, I know, baby, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to pay bills, I'm going to be there soon. 
me, I got very defensive. I looked at him. I was like, you know, what are you talking about? I'm not blogging. I'm paying the bills. If you want the mortgage paid, you better let me get this done. And I was upset. And it just got me thinking. I'm like, you know, I felt like he was attacking my blogging. It's like my blogging was my baby and he's attacking it. And it it just made me start to think about, well, is this ruining my life? Am I just spending way too much time doing this thing that is, you know, causing a rift in the marriage because I'm not, you know, I'm not spending time in the evening with him or, you know, I'm not getting sleep. So I'm, you know, maybe a a little bit extra just irritable, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, that's sort of how the post had come to, to be, Mm -hmm. you know, to talk about balance and blogging and just not even just blogging, just your passion, whatever your passion is, is that ruining your life? Is it getting the, getting in the way of your, uh, your, your other things that are important, your family, your, your wife, your husband, you know, and and, mm -hmm. and when I think about my journey as a blogger, I remember back in 2009. So this is a few months after I started my blog, things Mm -hmm. got so hectic. I mean, I was doing it as a business. It was, it was all business. It wasn't exactly what it is today. It was, I need a, I wanted to make money. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was working so hard on my blog um, where, you know, I'd go to work and when I have a little break at work, I'd work on my blog. And then I'd come home and I'd work on my blog and I'd continue working and working. I mean, taking a break to eat seemed like an inconvenience to go to the restroom. It was like, man, I don't have time for that. I need to be working on this stuff because if I'm not working, it's not going to make me money. But it came to a point where I realized, man, this is too much. I'm not spending time with my wife. I'm not doing the things that I need to do for my health. I give up. And I literally just gave up on blogging an online business completely and I stopped for a few months and then when I decided you know what I'm gonna get back into it one of the main things I told myself was if I'm gonna get back into it I have to do things way different than I was doing it before right and I want to talk about this balanced thing in your post one of the first things you say is you need to make sure you're keeping life in perspective what do you mean by that well (laughs) Okay, if you ask if you ask someone, what are the most important things in your life? Mm. You know, nine times out of ten, people are going to say their family. Mm. I mean, it, it's just it's just true. Our family is so important to us. They're going to tell you probably number two, their health. Um, number three, you know, that's that's a toss up. You know, that could be anything. I think uh, you were when we had talked about this before. You had mentioned. Um, some similar things. And we both, we both commented that, you know, our family and our, our, uh, health is important to us. But when you look at, when you look at what we spend a majority of our time doing, it's not in line with what we say is important to us. Mm. You know, my family is important to us, but you know, if I'm spending all of my extra time in front of the computer and I'm ignoring my husband because I have Post to do. I have things I have to get done. I've got, you know, this to do. Then that's not really telling my husband or anybody that my family is important. It says my blog is important. Yeah. And yes, my blog is important. But you know, like I said in my post, you know, one day, and I know this is this is morbid, but one day we're going to die. We're all going to die. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's it sounds very morbid, but when you're at the end of your life, you're going to look back and think how did I spend the time with my family? Mm. Is my family going to be taken care of? You know, did I, did I make their lives better? You're not going to say, wow, I'm glad I really spent hundred hours a week on that blog. 
you know I, I got that gonna... blog post up <laughs> what's what's that I got that blog post up yes I got that blog post up you know showing me on my deathbed no <laughs> you're, just, <laughs> you're just not gonna do it yeah. you're not gonna do it so you know you you have to have that balance I have to have that balance and you know our family and our health is important you know health I stay up and you know this Leslie but I will stay up till two or three at night, well, at night, in the morning, working on a project, mm. working on a post. And it's because I'm passionate about it. I'm not sitting there thinking, oh, my God, I just want to go to sleep. I hate this. No, I'm like, oh, my God, this is exciting. I'm working on this project. I love this. But, you know, what is that doing to my health? When yeah. I'm getting three, three and a half hours of sleep because I'm getting up at 630, what is that doing to my brain? What is that doing to, you know, all the other systems in my body? I'm off you know, my body's off kilter. Yeah. And even if I can just wake up and, you know, shake off the sleep and keep going, you know, there's some effect that that is having on my life, on my health. So if you ask me what's important to you and I tell you my health, well, my actions are not telling you the same, telling you that. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by keeping things in perspective, you know, if you say that those things are important to you, prove it. You know, put yourself into your your passion, into your blog, into whatever it is you're passionate about. But you know, keep keep in, in mind that your your family and your health are the most important. And when it's time to take a step back from that blog, I mean, not necessarily you know totally remove yourself, but you know, maybe instead of working until two or three, maybe I can work until one. <laughs> you know, some people are thinking one o'clock. Oh my god! But for me, that would be. That would that would be in perspective, you know. Maybe even twelve o'clock. I can I can do twelve. You know, and, and it's kind of difficult because, um, you know, when you're starting a business, sometimes it takes. Oh, I'm hearing a lot of echo of myself there. Did something change? Did you turn up the volume? No, I didn't. Oh, okay, it's gone. Okay. okay. So you know, sometimes it takes a significant amount. No, not sometimes. It takes a significant amount of work. It takes a significant amount of sacrifice. Mm -hmm. It takes a, a lot of stick to itiveness. I mean, it's hard stuff to build something significant. And, you know, <laughs> you're working nine to five. Uh, yes. Most of the day you're gone. That's not time that you can spend with your family. Um, right. So when you look at just the numbers, you know, I'm, I'm gone for most of the day. That does not tell you that, you know, your family is you're not spending that time necessarily with your family, right. but you're doing it for your family. Right. So it's kind of hard sometimes to find that balance of, you know, I need to put in the work that I need to do. And sometimes it's going to take an extra sacrifice, um, at least for a period of time to kind of get things going. And I know that's the way it has been for me. There have mm -hmm. been some times where, uh, you know, I, I speak to my wife and I say, hey, you know, over the next three weeks, I am working on launching a product. Um, and because of that, I'm going to be spending a significant amount of time doing that. Um, mm -hmm. And we kind of have a, a discussion about it. And, and, you know, she's involved in the decision. So she knows that she's a priority in my life. Um, but this is just something that I have to do for a period of time. So sometimes it's just that balancing thing that you have to do. Even, even though you are keeping life in perspective um, for certain periods in your life, it might be more focused on a project. It might be more focused on your blog or whatever the case might be. But it is definitely important to keep that in perspective. Mm -hmm. Now, and I think a big part of that is also understanding why you're doing what you're doing. Like, 
if, let me ask you that question. Why are you doing what you're doing when it comes to your blog? Why, what's the main motivating factor behind you building this blog that you're building? I think my main motivation is that I love it. Well, two things. It's, it's what I love. I just, you know, I think about what I enjoyed when I was a kid. You know, that's one thing I always tell people or ask people, what did you enjoy when you were a kid? What was it that you were passionate about as a kid? And for me, I wanted to be a cartoon artist and I wanted to be a writer. So there you go. You know, I wanted to create and I wanted to write. Uh So when I stumbled upon blogging and then realized that people are making money from this and actually have, you know, full time jobs at this, I, you know, I just realized I can take what I'm passionate about and actually turn this into a career. And so that's why I'm doing it. I wanted, I want to be able to wake up every day and know that I'm doing exactly what I was meant to do, to create, to inspire, to teach other people, and that I'm able to take care of my family and be able to fulfill my passion. Mm. So that's why I'm doing it. And, you know, honestly, if, if, uh, you know, if I, I, I just, well, I know I'm going to succeed. It's just going to take a lot of a lot of hard work and it's going to take a lot of working smart. And that's why I'm doing it for my family and for my, for my passion. Gotcha. And, and for me, when I think about why I'm doing it, um, part of it, I mean, if you ask me what I wanted to, what, what I wanted to do when I was younger, I would tell you, I have no idea, (laughs) (laughs) but I knew that I just loved being with people. Mm -hmm. Um, and I loved helping people. Um, and that's a big motivation behind why I'm doing what I'm doing, because I want to help people to realize their dreams and to accomplish mm-hmm. the things that they're trying to accomplish. That's one for me. Also, my family, it's that's huge. Sorry, my computer is telling me it's 10 o'clock. Oh, man, it's 10 o'clock. That's, that's <laughs> this podcast is supposed to be over by 10 o'clock, actually. <laughs> Um, but I guess we'll go a little longer. <laughs> yes, let's keep it going. It's a good conversation. It, it is. It is definitely. So my family is also a big part of why I'm doing what I'm doing. I want to be able to provide for my family. Uh, right. My wife isn't working. She's a stay-at-home mom. Uh, no, let me not say she's not working. She's not working outside uh, at a job, but she's working extremely hard at home as yes. a stay-at-home mom. Um, yes, so, yes. You know, I have to be able to provide. Um and doing what I'm doing is helping me to provide. And then, of course, you know, I, I have this vision of, of, of changing the world with, your, with our blogs, changing the world one blog at a time. And to be able to inspire others to be able to do that, to create content, inspire others, and change the world, that to me is what it's all about. So when you understand what your why is, it helps you to keep things in perspective. Oh, I totally agree. I totally agree. And I just, I just want to Ad, you have definitely inspired me. You, I feel that just knowing you from you know the last six to eight months or whatever time it's been, I have done things to my blog. I've been more focused. It's it's been really helpful knowing you. Just being able to pose a question to you to your community and say, "Hey guys, I just have a question about this." Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, this is firsthand account. Uh, to tell you that you have definitely helped me. So I appreciate it. I really do. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, it's good to know when what you're doing is having an impact. Mm -hmm. Um, So I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, Um, definitely. uh, Okay. So another thing for me that's huge, and I think this is, 
this is probably one of the most important things is deciding what does not need to be done. What what don't you need to be doing? Like a lot of times we're building our businesses and especially online because there's so many different things. There's Facebook, there's Twitter, there's um, creating content, there's networking, there's you know building your email list, creating products, affiliate marketing, all these different things. You try to take on the world. You try to do so many different things right. that you don't necessarily need to be doing. Mm-hmm. So I think deciding what doesn't need to be done is is vital in terms of saving you time. And time is valuable. I mean, it, that's time you could be spending with your family. That's time you could oh, be yeah. doing all kinds of things that are important to you, depending on your why. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is extremely important. And, you know, not just what does not need to be done, but what needs to be reduced. Are you spending a lot of time watching TV, for example? Right. Um, the, I was going to say there's nothing wrong with t- with TV. There's a lot wrong with TV. Yes, and there's there a lot is. right with TV. But are you spending more time there than you should be? I mean, is it really important for you to know everything that's going on with American Idol and all the different shows that are happening? Or can you reduce that or eliminate that from your time so that you can spend more time on the things that are making an impact and helping you accomplish your goal? Mm-hmm. I just want to I want to speak to that. That's That's one thing that really has been powerful that you had said. Uh, we were we were talking, this was maybe even, this was about a month ago, uh-huh. actually a little bit more than a month ago. And uh, you, myself, we were having a, a, a Google chat and uh, a hangout. Uh-huh. And I remember you asking me that question, What's what, what do you not have to do? And remember I, you know, just sort of facetiously said, well, I don't have to clean. I don't have to clean my house. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and you know, I was... I was actually joking with you when I said that, but when we got off the chat, I started thinking about that. I was like, you know what? If there's a way that I could, with you know, first of all, I'm, I I don't have the money to pay someone to, or you know, I'm just not going to pay someone to come in and clean. That's an option. I mean, if you've got money to pay someone to come in and clean your house, uh-huh. by all means, do it. In fact, I was telling you about uh, a blogger that I was talking to, uh, just coming back from Atlanta from that Haven conference that I'd gone to. And I was asking her, you know, what what did you do in order to to grow your successful blog? And she said, to be honest with you, I, I hired a housekeeper. <laughs> and, you know, seriously, so if, if anybody listening to this, if you've got some extra cash and uh-huh. you can pay someone to come in and clean your house, by all means do it. I wasn't going to do that. But here's what I did, Leslie, that was so important. I said to myself, if I could remove that aspect of my evening, because you just to kind of step back a little bit, you asked me about my schedule. You know, what time do I get home? What do I do in the evening? Well, from six to nine, that's pretty much take care of the kids, do dinner. And then I found myself in this little bit of time trying to squeeze everything in. So, you know, you have to do the house cleaning. You have to do the blog post. So what I did was I made a a choice. I said, from here on out, this has been about seven weeks now, from here on out, I am going, everything has a place and everything will go back in its place. So, you know, there's no toys on the floor. Mm -hmm. There's no putting a cup down on the counter. There's no putting dishes in the sink until it piles up. And then you just don't want to look at it and you turn your head. I made a decision on that weekend. I said, I am going to put everything back in its place. And you know what? When I did that, I did not have any cleaning for like a month. And I'm not kidding. When I put the kids in bed, there was no cleaning. There was no picking up toys. There was no putting laundry in the, you know, in uh-huh. the laundry room. Everything was done. Mm-hmm. So 
it's almost like I freed up my evening because I didn't have to take care of all of this cleaning that I just let it go throughout the, you know, throughout the whole day or whatever. So that's one thing that I was able to reduce. And it's actually kind of reduced my stress a little bit too. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yes. It's been awesome. awesome. It's been awesome. I'm like, all this time, my mess has been stressing me out. <laughs> but, you know, interfering with my blog posts. Who has time for dishes? I got a blog. Exactly. But, you know, but I don't do that anymore. I put everything away. Everything gets cleaned up. Counters get wiped down as we go. And, and, and that's, there a is very, no more. that's a very practical thing that I think yes. makes such a big difference. Let's, let's talk about schedule. Yes. Um, because creating a schedule is also very important when it comes to getting stuff done and especially um, maintaining balance. You know, and for me, that, that comes down to setting out specific times for specific tasks. So, for example... I wake up, generally speaking, at 5 o'clock in the morning. I like to wake up early because that's when there's not a lot of people awake. Well, there's no one awake in my house. Mm-hmm. And um, I can focus on the things that I need to get, fo- uh, that I need to get done um, with my business. So I wake up in the, in, first thing in the morning. Sometimes I go for a run. I have my devotions. I, I, um, um, then I, I come back. I, I kind of get ready for the day. And then I spend some time working on my business that is my business time Mm -hmm. and then i go to work and i do my work thing and then i come home and then i spend some time with my family and then i get back to spending some time on my business and then i go to bed Mm -hmm. Um, and that for me has really helped now i'm not perfect when it comes to scheduling I I never used to live according to a schedule, but I started to see how it's beneficial. So I've moved myself more towards that. So sometimes mm-hmm. I get it done well. Um, sometimes I don't get it done as well, but I keep that standard in my mind so that I can know what I'm aiming for. Mm-hmm. What about you? Well, I'm not really good at scheduling. <laughs> I'm really not. But uh, just in, in some conversations that I've had with you, one tip that you gave me that was really so helpful was you told me, make a list of 50 posts, 50, 50 things that could be a post. And I think like I, I think I've got about 58 uh-huh. right now. And, and how long did that take you? Honestly, it took me one plane ride. Mm. So that's <laughs> about know, what, two hours? Yeah, it took okay. me two hours. And how, two how did hours. that help you? I'm sorry? How did that help you? No, it, it helped me. It helped me tremendously because I started thinking about all the things that I want to, to all the content that I want to put on my blog, all the projects and things. Um, the next step in that process is I'm going to actually put that on the schedule uh, and, and schedule out my posts, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's two or three times a week. I'm, you know, I'm going to pick the post and uh, just pre-plug them in there and start plugging away. I think if I do that and uh, really hold myself accountable for sticking to a schedule, it would really help me just become a little bit more balanced Uh instead of, you know, suddenly, oh my God, I have to do a post and I'm staying up till three at night trying Uh to, you know, draft something. It's just, it's not a good way to work. So I definitely think the schedule, you need a schedule. And it eliminates a lot of stress. You don't have to always want, I mean, I, I used to do this a whole lot. You know, I got to record an episode and sometimes I still do it. I got to record a podcast episode for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What in the world is that going to be about? So then I start thinking, I call a friend then we, we dialogue back and forth and that's time wasted. 
Right. Um, if I took that two hours and just outline a bunch of topics that I can talk about for the next few months, then I don't have to worry about that. I can just get to creating that content. Um, and I think that's very important. It's important to do those types of things and then get disciplined, which is another thing in the list that you had in that post. And we're going to link to the post um, in the show notes for this episode, episode 124. So mm -hmm. becomeablogger.com slash episode 124 and you'll get all the links. Um, but get disciplined. How is that? Uh, is is that something that you struggle with? Is that something that you do well? How does that go for you? You know, it's actually going a little bit better for me. Just in reference to the example that I just given to you about um, keeping my house clean, uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> you know, that takes discipline. You know, it's easy to walk by, you know, a sock on the floor and think, oh, I'll just pick it up on my way back. I don't do that anymore. I have disciplined myself to make sure that everything goes back in its place because I don't have time to clean large messes. I'm just not going to do it. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's one area of my life that I've gotten disciplined. I, I think the way that I'm trying to organize my life is that, you know, I pick one thing and that was my one thing for the last, you know, couple months. Pick one thing and just be very disciplined about that. And then once I sort of got that under my belt and it becomes a habit, uh -huh. which it is now, move then I move on, to, on the to the next thing. You know, the next thing is is being disciplined about my post, uh -huh. being on schedule. Uh, and I think if you just get into your mind, you know, if, if at any time you, you find yourself about to revert to your old ways, just tell yourself, I don't do that anymore. Got like it. that actually helped me. I would walk by a cup. And I'd be like, oh, I'll get it next time. And then I say, no, Serena, you don't do that anymore. Go get that cup and go wash it and put it away. You know, I kind of <laughs> like that because that yes. fo the, the focusing on one thing especially because yes. we, we think about all these different things that we want to do to get our life in check. Um, and we say, okay, so I need to come up with a schedule. I need to um, uh, uh, decide what needs to be done. I need to do all these different things, get disciplined mm -hmm. about this, get disciplined about that. And then we get so overwhelmed that we kind of get stuck and yes. don't actually do anything. But focusing on that one thing, I think that that is something that can help significantly. Drop the attitude. That's the next one in your list. What does that mean? Miss Attitude. Drop the tell, attitude. Tell me about that. Well, you know, with the example, the other example that I had given to you, you know, when my husband came down and said, you know, I just want mm. you in my bed. You know, I, I didn't have to respond to him the way that I did. Mm. I mean, it was, it was mean. It was full of attitude. And I think you, you just have to, you know, when your life is becoming unbalanced and you've got, you know, a husband or a, a wife, like the, the gentleman you mentioned before, Greg, you know, when his wife is hating him. No, you know, no, no, his wife isn't hating him. Let's not, let's, let's, okay. let's not start if that rumor. Wife, if his wife is hating him, okay, uh -huh. you know, our natural, our natural instinct, I think, is to get very defensive. Yeah, yeah. And I think if we turn that around and instead of saying, you know, look, I, I, you know, I'm sorry. I, I know that you really miss spending the evenings with me. I, I'm, I know I'm just working on this project. I just need some extra time, you know, or just putting that aside and say, okay, let's go spend a little bit of time together. Yeah. If you drop the attitude, I think it just makes things a little bit more harmonious in all parts of your life. Most definitely. So. Most definitely. Yeah. Um, th the next point is one that I added in here. Get some. No, this is one that you s you spoke about too. Mm -hmm. um, get some help. And for me, that has a lot to do with outsourcing because I don't know how in the world I'd be able to get half the amount of stuff that I'm doing right now to get all of that done without having good help. 
Um, you know, sometimes, especially when I first started, I wanted to do everything. You know, I wanted to make sure my design was well. I used to design my stuff and it did not look good. But I, <laughs> I felt proud of that design. Uh, I used to manage all the tech stuff. I used to respond to all my emails and so on. And it got so overwhelming. And when I came back and said, you know what, if I'm going to get back into blogging, I have to do things differently. One of those things for me was I needed to outsource. And that has helped me tremendously. And it's not as expensive as a lot of people think, um, uh, especially to get s some of the little things done that would save you a lot of time, but not take a lot of time for someone that's good at it to do. Right. Um, like designing a logo. What do I know about doing that? You know, I can I would spend, you know, 20 hours doing that and somebody else could spend two and have a much better looking logo than I could ever design. So just making that decision to get some help. It's been very essential for me. Well, I, I just want to say this is a this is an area that I really have struggled with. You know, I'm the kind of person that I love everything. Yeah. I just love to learn about everything. I mean, it, it sounds ridiculous, but it's true. Um, you know, so I would spend hours and hours working on my blog design. And then I decided, oh, I need a logo. So I'm going to spend time, you know, <laughs> hours working on a logo. Uh-huh. And then, you know, what you find is that it's, it's pulling you away from what's really important. I mean, well, your family, but it's pulling you away from your content. So, you know, you're doing all these technical things that really, if you just paid somebody, you know, I went to Fiverr. I don't know if uh, you've heard of Fiverr. Oh, yeah. Yes, I've gone to Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R. -R, and I actually paid somebody like $20 because I paid for some upgrades and things. Paid someone $20 to design a logo. He had it in one day. <laughs> and it looked 10 times better than what I ever could have. And, you know, I remember saying to myself, why didn't I do this sooner? Um, you know, I decided after um, talking to you and uh, Tony last week and after going to the conference that I went to this weekend, I decided I'm not going to spend my time on these things that don't matter. I'm going to pay someone to, you know, redesign my blog and uh, really just focus on the things that are important, like my content and maybe having a little bit of extra time in the evening to watch a movie with my husband. So, but here's the question. Maybe you can answer this, Leslie, because uh -huh. I, I always want to know this. When you're when you're a new blogger, what at, at what point do you decide that you need to outsource? Like I know when your life gets unbalanced and all of that, but do you do you think that outsourcing maybe a little sooner than than kind of waiting until you're I don't know so I'm, boggled down? I'll answer that question this way: outsource okay. now. Okay, that's my op opinion. As soon as you can afford to spend a little and get some help. I mm -hmm. think that's a good time to do it. Now, in terms of how to do it, you want to be very strategic about how you're doing it because you don't want to just be spending money to say you're outsourcing. Right. Um, and I actually recorded an entire episode uh, dealing with outsourcing. It's episode 49. So becomeablogger.com slash episode 49. It will be linked to in the show notes. Okay. Um, but you want to make sure you're, you're doing the right things, that you're not wasting time and wasting money in your outsourcing. Mm -hmm. um, so I would recommend for anyone to check that out. So as soon as possible, because if it depends on what you're doing. If you're just blogging for fun, it's a hobby and you know, no big deal, you're not trying to make money, hey, it's fine, do that. But if you're trying to build a business, you wanna get people on your team that can help you to build something substantial. And even if it's just outsourcing little things like going to Fiverr and getting a logo for $5, which is very possible. I've, I know people who have done it personally 
and came with some really nice looking logos that surprised me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very possible to get things done at a, an inexpensive price. And that's Fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Yes. Last point, embrace imperfections. Yes. I think that's one of the biggest things that people like you and I struggle with mm-hmm. um, because you want to do things well. You want things to be perfect, but they never will be perfect. Right. How do you embrace imperfections? Well, I, I don't do that very well. So <laughs> I, I can't really say how I do it. I just know that I need to. <laughs> um, well, I think, I think for me, um, you know, I'll spend hours and I'm, I'm serious about this. I'll spend hours crafting a post because I want it to be just right. The pictures have to be, per, you know, the pictures have to be placed just perfect. What I say has to be just right. So as to not, you know, turn someone off or, you know, disengage someone, or maybe it's too short or maybe it's too long. And I overthink my uh-huh. post. Like, that's why I spend so much time on my posts because I overthink them. Mm-hmm. Whereas I should just write, just get it all down. If it's not perfect, you know, I can improve on the next one. Just letting it go. It doesn't have to be perfect. You know, and that's a, that's a realization that I came to relatively early, especially when I started to build my biology blog. Um, you know, I'm, I'm my biology blog, I'm making f- like five minute videos and I'm, I was making them three to five times a week while I just, you know, I was working full time. So I didn't have much time. So what I would just do is just make the videos and there are mistakes in my videos and I would put them out there and I just didn't have the time to care mm-hmm. because the time wasn't there. <laughs> right. So it was kind of out of necessity. I knew I right. wanted to create this content. So I just created the content, put it out there and it grew so quickly <sighs> to where I'm getting 50,000 people in one month checking out my blog. And I'm like, you know what? If I had s- taken the time to make sure every video was perfect, I probably would have gotten out one-tenth of the content and right. the blog would not be where it is today. But because right. I just said, you know what, I'm going to make it and put it out there, it's out there and it's doing great things. It's helping so many people. And we get so bogged down with that perfectionist mm-hmm. mentality that we get nothing done. Just mm-hmm. do it and get it out there. If it has mistakes in it, who cares? I don't even edit my podcast episodes and I have mistakes all throughout them. <laughs> people don't even know what to say anymore because, you know, <laughs> whatever reason. But just put it out there. Get it out there. And it's much better than having a getting something imperfect out is much better than having something perfect in your mind. Mm. That's, that's so important. I, you know, that's one thing that you've, that you've said that I've always remembered is that you're like, I don't have time to edit my podcast. I don't have time to edit my videos. Well, not your videos, but you know, if you do a short little video, you're like, I don't have time to edit that. Whereas me, you got to see the hours that I'm spending on like just editing videos because it's got to be perfect. And, you know, I've come to the realization I'm, I'm just not going to do that anymore. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think that when you do leave those imperfections in there, it almost gives you a little bit more authenticity. Oh, you know, know, people can identify with you because people are like, oh, he just made a mistake, <laughs> you know, exactly. and it just it just kind of keeps you real Definitely. and grounded. Definitely. And I, I, I want to emphasize that, guys, if you're struggling with this in uh, this perfectionist attitude, just stop it. Just stop. Just just put crap out there 
and and <laughs> and you know spray some perfume on it. I don't know. <laughs> just, just put it out there, and and you'd be surprised at what it can do. Mm-hmm. Um, in the beginning, I used to be the same. You know, I t- I do so many takes of my videos. Now I do one take. If I mess up, I just continue because you know what? When I'm talking to you in life, in real life, I mess up in what I'm saying and I continue. But you don't right. think, oh wait, you ne- you just messed up. You need to edit that. Right. You don't think that. And it's the same when it comes to video. Once you kind of get comfortable, just do it. Right. And put it out there. So the, the, to recap on the points, keep life in perspective, understand why you're doing what you're doing, decide what doesn't need to be done or what you, you don't need to be doing, what can be reduced, create a schedule, get disciplined, drop the attitude, mm-hmm. get some help with outsourcing and so on, and embrace imperfections. Anything else you think we need to add to that? No, no, I think that covers it all. I think that covers it all. Serena, thank you so much for joining me. I mean, this was great. It was a nice conversation. Um, If people want to check you out and um, see what you're about, where should we send them? Well, if they want to check me out, they can find me at thriftdiving.com. Thriftdiving.com. And you can go and check out some of the awesome DIY things that she's been doing, spending countless hours (laughs) the three in the morning. Uh, but putting together some really great stuff. So thank you, Serena, for joining me. Um, thank you, Leslie. Yeah. Yeah, you're very much welcome. I'm ho- I hope you guys got a lot of value from that. Hey, if you're enjoying this podcast, you know, I'd appreciate it if you can hop over to iTunes and leave an honest review. I've seen a number of reviews come in this month, and it just makes me smile. You like to make me smile, right? Just make me smile. Come on. You know, it helps to get additional visibility in iTunes and get more people exposed to this stuff so that they can start creating content, inspiring others, and changing the world. And if you're looking to ho- looking for how to do that with a blog, go to freebloggingvideos.com where you can follow me as I show you exactly how I've done it, how I've built my blogs into successful online businesses, and how many others are doing the same. So check it out at freebloggingvideos.com. You don't even have to opt in. You just go and you just watch. You just click on play and it's going to play. It's that simple. I love it. Anyhow, that's pretty much all I have for this episode. I really hope you got a ton of value from it. Until next time, unedited, take care and God bless.